On today's Triangle Sports Take, we have, really from any other episode we've done to this date, uh, the main reason for that is because Cody and Mitchell are not in studio at all today. It's just going to be me. And because of that, we are going to have a shorter than usual episode. In fact, uh, really, all this episode is really going to consist of is actually an interview that I conducted. And this interview is actually with the first uh, Division One athlete we've ever had here on the show. Got to talk to uh, Mr. Braxton Link, who was a walk-on with the UNC football team. He's a former UNC Tar Heel football player, played last year in 2019 under Mac Brown. So I uh, had a conversation with him that's pretty good that I think you guys should check out right now. Alright guys, so today we have a very special guest here on the show. Um, I think it's actually the first time we've had a D1 or former D1 athlete on, but today we have a former UNC Tar Heel football player Braxton Link on. Braxton, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Man, I'm doing really good. I'm glad you could uh, come on the show here for a few minutes. We really appreciate it. Um, got got just a f- you know few things to talk about, and then I'll let you go, but... Few questions. Uh, first thing I kind of wanted to ask you and talk to you about was kind of the process of you walking onto the team last year. You know, did you have any like open tryout or meeting with coaches or anything? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, so I was I was a transfer from a different school. So over the summer, whenever I found out I was transferring into Chapel Hill, I uh, I immediately like sent my film in just to see if I had a chance, and uh, we sent it to a guy on the staff, and then he, he comes back and tells us that there's an open tryout at the beginning of school, so I just went to that, and then after a couple of weeks of uh, going through all the paperwork and stuff, I was good to go. Okay, very cool. So were you, were you kind of out there like in the training camp, like in the summer, or was it not a little bit later until you joined the team? Uh, no, so I wasn't out there in the summer. Um, as a preferred walk-on, they come in, in the summer, but the, the regular walk-ons, we start in the fall. And so I actually didn't dress down or anything for the first game. So it, we started about two weeks into the, the season. Okay, I got you. So you missed the first game or two, I guess, and then you were dressing out after that? Yeah. Okay. I got you. Well, uh, well, one thing I've I was wondering about when I was about to talk to you was kind of what what was it like meeting Mac Brown and some of the other coaches for the first time? Oh yeah, uh, that was incredible. That that guy is something that I've seen as a as a Carolina fan my whole life is just super important to us. So uh, meeting him first time was was great, and the whole staff they're just really they're really. Uh, good people i would say so it was it was really really good yeah that, that's awesome to hear he he definitely seems like a friendly outgoing guy fun guy to hang out with you know that kind of thing yeah definitely um in talking about last year i know you said you missed the first game or two or you know you weren't on the sideline for it at least but in thinking about last season what uh is there one game in particular that stands out to you more than the others yeah, def- um, 
I would say two, but the, the, the first one would be the Duke game. Um, we hadn't beaten them in a couple of years, and that was the first UNC-Duke game I'd even been to in my life. So oh, wow. that being such a big rivalry, it was, it was incredible to be on the sidelines. Yeah, I can only imagine. I, uh, I, I actually was at that Duke game. I went to that game, and um, me, me, my girlfriend, a couple other friends, and we actually, so we actually got tickets. And even though we don't go to UNC, we actually were sitting in the student section for that one, and we were, um, we were actually, so we were actually at the opposite end zone at um, at the end of that game when Chad Surratt picked off that pass. We we're actually at the opposite end zone, so I, rem- I remember just like thinking all oh, crap like you know Carolina might blow it here because Duke could kind of drive down the field and then next thing nice. I know next thing I know the ball was uh in Chad Surratt's arms and the whole place just started going crazy as soon as he picked that pass off that was insane yeah, yeah it erupted in there it was it was an atmosphere I've never seen before so it was it was a great experience oh yeah yeah I've, I've been going to games there since I was you know probably fourth or fifth grade and that that single moment right there is probably the loudest I've ever heard Keenan Stadium yeah yeah, I definitely agree with that. I bet, uh, I bet that was cool winning that, getting the victory bell back and everything. Yeah, getting to ring it. That was, oh, that yeah. was the next level. Yeah, I bet. Um, so as far as, you know, we've got a few months before college football is supposed to kick back off and everything, and obviously the coronavirus has kind of affected anyone in any type of way or everyone in any type of way. Um do you have any any thoughts or anything on this season? Do you think the season is going to happen? Do you think there will be any fans at all in the stands? I, I was curious to know if you have any opinions or thoughts on that. Right. Um, you know, I'm really, really hoping that we get to have a season. Um, I, I do think it's gonna we're going to have to show a lot more improvement by then. Uh, talking about the coronavirus for us to have a season, so I... I'm hoping so, but I would not be shocked if it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, if it does, I would say if they're comfortable enough to play college football, I would say that maybe do some fans like a uh, less attendance for the games kind of thing. But there's no telling right now. Yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I, mean, I think it's still. A little too far out to know for sure, and I do feel like if they have games, I don't, I don't see any way they can pack a stadium full of people, at least not a full right. capacity crowd. But yeah, um, yeah. So last, last question before I let you go, kind of a funny question, just to end things. If you had to have for the rest of your life either Cheeto fingers, you know, the Cheeto dust on your fingers, <laughs> or a popcorn kernel stuck in your teeth, which one would you choose and why? Oh, okay. That's that's tough. I um, I was wanting to say Cheeto fingers, but I think I think I could deal with the popcorn kernel in my mouth. I think maybe I'd get used to that feeling. So I, I don't know if I could do it without touching stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand that. I, I I saw that question last week for the first time, and I was I was kind of like, man, I don't know which one I'd rather have or wouldn't yeah. wouldn't rather have, but um. Yeah, I guess, I, guess, I guess the Cheeto fingers that you couldn't touch stuff, the popcorn kernel would just get aggravating, but that's right. true. I, I guess after a while you might would get used to it, so that's probably a good Hopefully. answer there. <laughs> all right, well, I think that's all the questions, all I've got to uh, talk to you about today, and really appreciate you coming on, man. We can't thank you yeah. enough for that. 
Of course. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Have a good one, man. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview there with Braxton. He was definitely a cool guy to talk to, cool to hear from an actual Carolina football player who was out there with the team last year. But hopefully before our next episode, hopefully we can get Cody and Mitchell back and we can kind of have a little bit more of a normal episode next time. But anyways, hope you guys enjoyed the show and we will talk to you soon.